Lauren, I feel so guilty. I totally forgot it was Mufti Day today and sent my daughter into school in her uniform. Well, I forgot to call my dad yesterday on his birthday and I feel so guilty about it. Double fail for us already then. And this week, it's lucky it's come up because it's a week of no guilt. I'm Nicole Goodman. And I'm Lauren Mishcon and this is Self Care Club. We all feel guilt. Yes, we do. It's a natural human feeling that we all experience. Yes, it is. Guilt for not being enough, not doing enough, not doing it well enough. Guilt for juggling it all and not giving enough to everyone. Guilt for struggling. Guilt for finding it hard when others have it harder. Guilt for not being present. Guilt for wanting more. And so it goes on and on. There is no limit to the things we can feel guilty for. Guilt has become the constant companion to many of our lives. This doesn't mean you shouldn't feel guilty at all, though. It can sometimes be a healthy emotion that helps us to stay socially responsible and moral and to motivate us to make amends after we've done something wrong or hurtful. However, it can also be the source of major distress and problems in many areas of our lives. When guilt becomes excessive, overwhelming and persistent and starts to dominate our relationships, it is likely that we are dealing with an unhealthy amount and we need to address the underlying cause of this guilt rather than let it continue to run our lives. Excessive irrational guilt has been linked to mental illness such as anxiety, depression, feelings of constant dissatisfaction and OCD. It can cause sufferers to believe they're a burden to their loved ones and those around them. In yogic practice, guilt may impact the heart chakra where many emotions and the ability to connect are thought to be stored or affected. Mm, I wonder if our our crystal healer would have a lot to say about that. Yeah, we should ask her. There are several types of events or situations that can lead to guilt. When we feel guilty about something that's happened in our lives, this can include survivor's guilt. When we feel guilty about something we didn't do or wish we hadn't done. Guilt towards others that results from hurting another person's feelings, having let someone down or not having been there for them. Existential guilt about things that are out of our control like war, floods, animal abuse or guilt over other people's behaviour. Guilt can also be an internal form of self-punishment for things that you feel you should have done differently. Oh, God, it is so draining. Yeah. Even listening to this is draining. So what are the symptoms of guilt? How do we know if it's a problem? Well, recognising guilt as a problem depends on identifying its symptoms. If you experience any of the following, it might mean that your guilt is out of control. Are you listening clubbers? You're having trouble sleeping or concentrating at work because you're consumed by guilt. Oh, my God. You're avoiding certain good things in life, for example, socialising with friends or taking care of yourself because they make you feel guilty. Oh, my God. Your guilt is making you lash out and blame others for your own problems or unhappiness, which can also make it difficult for you to maintain good relationships with family, friends and colleagues. Mm. You let guilty feelings drive you to make bad decisions or engage in self-destructive behaviour or you neglect yourself because you feel unworthy. Mm. Also, you are unable to let go of the past. Oh, this is horrible. Do you do any of these? I actually 
don't do any of those. I was really thinking about it while you were reading through and I don't. Do you? No, not to. No, I, I really don't. Okay. It can be difficult to let go of the negative thoughts and feelings associated with guilt. When you feel guilty, your internal dialogue gets critical. You're less likely to engage in the things that help you and more likely to engage in the things that harm you, like self-sabotage and self-destructive behaviours. These things increase because you feel guilty and you feel bad and therefore you feel less deserving of good things. Good things like rest, support, insight, compassion, empathy. Self-care. That stuff. Self-love. Self-worth. Yeah. All of those gorgeous things. Anna Mather, psychotherapist and writer, says that guilt is made up of two different camps, justified and unjustified. So figuring out which type you are feeling can be really helpful. So let's talk about justified guilt. Yes. Okay. This is the kind of guilt that comes when we have done something wrong. Mm -hmm. We have hurt someone intentionally or unintentionally. Perhaps we have acted in a manner that we aren't proud of or we've made a decision that has come with negative repercussions. This guilt is felt because our actions conflict with our ethics. Mm. You can tell you're suffering from natural justified guilt because it's local. It relates to your actions in real present time. Justified guilt can be horribly painful, especially if there's serious damage involved. But even if what you did was really bad, it can be repairable. You can make amends and once you repair things, the guilt should dissolve. When you have a healthy relationship with your personal guilt, you don't agonise over guilty feelings. Instead, you use them as signals to change your behaviour. That's when they're useful feelings. That's really interesting yeah. because it's it's acting like a traffic light, yes. isn't it? When it goes to green, it's like, oh, well, hold on a second. I need to do something yes. around this. There's some work to be done here. That's, that's really good. Um, that said, natural guilt does have a shadow side. Sorry to tell you. Uh, it often turns into a major instrument of parental and social control. Mm -hmm. An old joke captures this perfectly. How many Jewish mothers does it take to screw in a light bulb? I don't know. How many Jewish mothers does it take to screw in a light bulb? None. Don't worry. I'll just sit here in the dark. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I do that all the time. (laughs) But it's not just mothers. Jewish or otherwise, I can't really put in that joke, who manipulate us through... I mean, I do that all the time. Of course. It's like, oh, I'll, I'll lay the table then, shall I? Of course. I say that all the time. Um, so it's not just mothers, Jewish or otherwise, that manipulate us through guilt. Spouses and partners do this too. So do religions and spiritual groups. Have you ever been guilt-tripped by a vegan friend who caught you eating a burger? I didn't used to do that when I was vegan, did I? No, but didn't you have people when you were vegan who were like, oh, that smoked salmon, why are you eating that? Didn't you have that? Yeah, I had it yeah. a lot when I when I turned non-vegan. Yes. And people still, they still take the piss. Oh, oh, shall I order you a vegan meal? You know what? We're allowed to change our minds. We're allowed to change. Yes. We're allowed to change. Uh, in fact, natural guilt gone wrong, that is, when, you, when it's too harshly punished or used as a weapon of control, can quickly become very toxic. Yeah. Guilt generally is fucking toxic. Let's talk about unjustified no, I guilt. I don't want to. We're going to. I don't want to. It's, it's, it's this not going to be worse fun. I mean, it's of course not it's useful. Wor- of course it's worse. This is the type of guilt that comes when you haven't 
done wrong. It might be that someone has done something wrong to us and we feel a sense of responsibility that isn't ours to carry. A good way to test whether your guilt is unjustified is to consider how you'd respond if someone told you they were blaming themselves for the same thing. So for example, feeling guilt for having depression and for that period of time not being the mum that you wanted to be for your kids. Was this your fault? Had you done anything wrong? Or was this just the circumstances that you found yourself in? If someone told you that they felt shame for that same thing, surely your desire for them would be that they received compassion and that feeling should also be directed towards yourself. Regardless of what you feel guilty about, whether it's justified or unjustified, remember that guilt is there to prompt you to action, not to shame you. It's a feeling like a metaphorical red flag that pops up to say, hello, something needs addressing here. Can we just take a moment then to talk about the difference between shame and guilt? Because this this came up a lot for me this week. Okay, They're quite, they live quite close together. They're neighbours. They are very close neighbours, yes. I would say. So the difference between guilt and shame is guilt is I've done something wrong. Yes. Or guilt is I, yeah, I have done something wrong. Shame is I am wrong. Mm-hmm. I think that's the difference, isn't it? I think, would you say guilt is a feeling, shame is an emotion? Because all the research I did this week was like, guilt is not an emotion. Guilt is a feeling. And I think shame is an emotion. What's the difference between a feeling and an emotion? Because shame is, shame is like, I am feeling shame. I am feeling happy. I'm feeling sad. Guilt is not an emotion, is it? It's not. You can't emote guilt. You can emote shame. I think that's the difference. It's a, it is a tricky one. So so guilt is basically based on the action. This yeah. is what I feel bad about. Yes. Shame is based on you feeling bad about yourself. I am bad. Mm. This mm. is I am awful. Mm. I feel awful about myself. Mm. Yeah. That's the big yeah. difference. So we're, tr- we're going to put shame aside. I hope we don't have to do a week of shame because that would be fucking awful we're just doing well, guilt no we do a week this of, is bad enough we do a week of no shame <laughs> no shame <laughs> do a week of shame that's not self-care but if you feel like you're suffering from guilt there are several steps you can take when trying to let go of it so let's go through them okay number step one take responsibility for your feelings so a major step in letting go of guilt is taking responsibility if you don't take responsibility for how you act or you allow others to control how you feel, you let guilt continue to define your life. Yeah. Uh, Number two, make amends with people that you've wronged. This is a good one. Even though it might feel as if guilt is a negative feeling, sometimes, as we said before, it can actually be a good thing because it's helpful. It lets us know that we've done something to let the people down that we care about. It may be difficult for you to let go of guilt if it's related to something you've done or said that you regret, but... Apologies are really important. Yes. You can't let go of guilt until you let other people know how sorry you are about what has happened. You also need to make sure that your amends are sincere and not just a way for you to let go of your guilt. And if you need help with that, we have done a show on how to make a heartfelt apology, which I think was a really good week. It was. If I say so myself. It was because I no, think it doesn't sound... It's a life tool. It doesn't sound like a complicated thing, but to actually know 
what is a heartfelt apology? How do you do that? What does that look like? It's a skill. And it's as simple as this. I am sorry for what I've done. Full stop. No buts. No, no ifs. If it's a but, it's not an apology. No blame. No. No, but you made me do it. That's not an apology. So number three, another way to relieve yourself of guilt, find other ways to feel good about yourself. If you let your guilty feelings take control, it's difficult to let go of guilt because you let yourself believe that you're not worthy of feeling good. So instead, try finding joy and pleasure in other aspects of your life. Find things that make you feel good about yourself and replace the guilty feelings with positive emotions. Start focusing on the positive aspects of your life and let yourself believe that you deserve to let it all go and to feel better. Mm. And number four, forgive yourself and move on. Even if you let yourself believe that letting go of guilt is impossible, it's actually something that you can overcome when you let yourself forgive others for what they've done, including yourself, and move on with your life. Absolutely. The other piece here that we don't like to admit it, but many of us have the urge deep down to people please. And we know about that because we did a week of stopping people pleasing. As we're talking through all this, it's like all the mental challenges are kind of like coming together. It's like a big crescendo. Absolutely. Isn't it? But when you have this urge to people please, it can in turn make you feel very guilty for the most natural feelings. So I just wanted to share some examples of things that you do not have to feel guilty for. You are going to love this, Nicole, so much I can't even tell you. My ears are very pricked. Saying no to things that don't bring you joy or make you feel out of integrity. Nice. You do not have to feel guilty for that. Say that again. You do not have to feel guilty for saying no to things that don't bring you joy or make you feel out of integrity. I mean... I actually want you to say it 50 times. I'm not going to. I'm going to say all the other things. (laughs) You do not... Say it 50 times. You do not have to feel guilty for not being able to give the energy that's expected of you today. Don't feel guilty for needing time or space. Don't feel guilty for other people's reaction to your boundaries. Oh, what was it Nancy Levin said on that week? Other people's boundaries, your boundaries... No, your reaction to my boundaries... Is not my responsibility. She said, your boundaries are between you and you. That's what she says. But I wasn't talking about that. Oh, okay. Your reaction to other people, to my boundaries, is not my responsibility. Correct. I thought that was amazing. It was. You don't need to feel guilty for how you feel. No. Oh. Ever. You don't need to feel guilty for how you feel. And you know why, clubbers, if you're listening, it's because it's how you fucking feel and you're allowed to feel how you feel. Amen. Yeah. You do not have to feel, feel like, guilty. feel like we need a gospel choir. Do you choir. feel like you need to stand up? <laughs> I do. I don't know, we need a gospel choir. You do not need to feel guilty for letting go of toxic people or relationships. Oh. Let those motherfuckers go. Let those motherfuckers go. <laughs> yeah. You do not need to feel guilty for needing help okay i'm gonna say that to you and i'm gonna look in your eyes you do not need to feel guilty for needing help laura thank you for that sometimes i need that reminder you do not need to feel guilty for giving your body a break nicole goodman (laughs) right back at you i don't need to lift an elephant over my shoulder every day okay you don't need to feel guilty for that and this is a good one this one i love this one you say it you do not need to feel guilty for growing and changing no, and evolving. Never. No. No. It's beautiful. Did you get that, Clubbers? It's beautiful. All those things that you are carrying around feeling guilt for, you just don't need to. Let go of it. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Anna Matha has a great tip called the ACT 
method for the next time you feel a wave of guilt or want to address the weight of guilt in your stomach. Because it's a physical feeling guilt sometimes, isn't it? It's like a heavy weight that sits in the pit of your stomach. So the act is address it, compassion and tweak. A-C-T. 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 Thank you. So address it. Imagine that guilt as a rock sitting on the palm of your hand. Look at it and ask yourself, what is this about? Why is it there? What do you believe you've done wrong? So you're talking to the rock in your hand. Is it justified or unjustified? What would you say to a friend if they told you they felt guilty about this? Mm -hmm. So that's addressing it. Then compassion. We all deserve compassion. If you did something wrong intentionally, which I'm sure you didn't, find a way to inject some compassion into it. You may need to be a little creative, but it's an important step as when we feel only shame, we stay stuck in a cycle of shame and criticism. It hinders us from developing healthy self-esteem. Introducing compassion doesn't absolve you of responsibility. It just enables you to address it more constructively. Yeah. Lovely. Perhaps I hurt a friend because I feared they'd reject me at some point, so I did it to gain a sense of control. The hurt is the action I feel guilty about, yet the fear deserves compassion. Oh, that's complicated. Mm. The hurt is the action I feel guilty about, yet the fear deserves compassion. Mm. And last part of it is tweak. So now you know what the guilt is and you've injected some compassion. The final step is to make a tweak or action based on that insight. If you feel guilty because you've hurt a friend, talk to them about it. Talk to them about the fear you've identified. Apologize and then let it go. Maybe I equip myself with a technique or I do some research to gain further insight into my own responses. Perhaps I feel guilty about being on my phone too much. So I consider placing boundaries around my usage. I can then set the guilt rock down. I've addressed it. It is no longer of use to me and I don't need to carry that weight. If your guilt is unjustified, the process is very important. We sometimes direct hurt and anger towards ourselves as a way of making sense of difficult circumstances or someone else's treatment of us. And this is just the summary. Just because you feel guilty doesn't mean you are guilty. Mm. Okay. And if you are guilty, all of those lovely tips and tricks in there to help you. So we're going to cut to a break and then we're going to come back to you with how our weeks of no guilt went. This episode is sponsored by Horizon Studios. If you're traveling this year and looking for high quality, sustainable and beautifully designed luggage, then look no further than Horizon Studios, who've launched two new ranges. The RE series, the world's most sustainable 97% recycled luggage, and now the revolutionary Air series, the world's lightest high-end suitcase. If you have airport anxiety, worrying about the weight of your case when it goes on those scales, then the Air Series is for you and it is definitely for me. The Air Series pushes the boundaries of travel. Each detail is designed and engineered to combine an ultralight and durable product. It's significantly lighter than regular suitcases. Thank goodness, Lauren, that is brilliant. And it comes with a lifetime warranty because the most sustainable suitcase is the one that you only buy once. We used the cases to go to Paris and Wales last year, and as chronic overpackers, we could still wheel them around with ease. We could. 
ultra light and compact, the Air Series is made from a premium polycarbonate hard shell with reduced thickness and a recycled lining. It's 100% vegan and produced in a way that is 99% waste free, blending design and function seamlessly. So Nicole, you can pack those extra five pairs of shoes with no stress. The entire range is available on the Horizon Studios website and in all leading department stores. Just go to www.horizon-studios.com. Horizon Studios, let's go further. So, how, what is your relationship like with guilt, Lauren? I carry it like a huge sack full of rocks. <laughs> <laughs> so it's heavy. I basically feel like when you deliver a placenta, you just deliver guilt. I agree. Like I totally agree. I just feel guilty all the time for everything. And I think that's being a woman, being a mother, being a Jewish mother. Like we're just born with this guilt gene. Yeah. You feel, you feel guilty about everything. All the time. It's so ingrained in me. But then when we read out that list of... Um, Ways, list of ways to identify how you are with guilt. None of them applied to you. I don't have trouble sleeping or concentrating at work. I don't like avoid good things in my life. I don't lash out at others because of my guilt. I wouldn't say it, it destructs my my life, but I'm just saying I, it's like my, it is my constant companion, but it's not a companion that kind of damages me. Okay. And what about you? Uh... I definitely feel very guilty in motherhood. Yeah. That's a big one. What is that? For me. What is that about? I don't mean with you generally. I just mean what is what is that about? Here's your baby. Here's your guilt. Yeah. That's yeah. what I mean. Here's yeah. the placenta and here is a whole lifetime of guilt that yeah. comes with the baby. Because, because we always think we're not doing enough or it's never good enough or we're always never being the mother that we want to be. And but do all mothers feel like that? Majority, I would say. I don't know. I haven't spoken to all mothers. I mean. I asked my mum about this. Yeah. Years ago and? about the guilt. Yeah. And she said, you always feel guilty as a mother. And I said, well, even now, even now we are grown women and we have our own lives and we are perfectly functional, happy adults. You still feel guilty now. And she said, I feel guilty because your sister isn't feeling very well today and I didn't have time to pop some food in her fridge. Yes, I feel guilty every day. Wow. But again, she's another Jewish mother. So maybe we need to talk to the non-Jewish ones and see if they feel so guilty all the time as well. Or if they're better at kind <laughs> well, of we pushing know. outside. We want to know, don't we? We'll ask them. We'll ask them for the epilogue anyway. Yeah, definitely. But, but I don't think guilt other than that plays a big part in my life. I've, I've learned to do the things I want to do. I've learned to, again, it's all part of the learning, growing process mm. that I do put my own needs first. Mm. I've learned not to feel guilty about that. I've learned mm. it's very necessary and helpful to all the people in my life that mm -hmm. I look after myself. Mm -hmm. um, when I was a young mum and my husband was working all the time and I was working part-time, I felt very guilty about doing anything for myself because I didn't feel like I deserved it. Mm. But I don't have that relationship anymore. I remember when I had my first son and... Um, we had his first birthday party at a restaurant and the lady who owned the restaurant, who was a single mother, she said, let me just give you a tip. And it wasn't really a tip, to be honest. <laughs> what she, was it? She said, the thing is, when you work and you're a mum, 
when you're at work, you're just going to be thinking about your kid and feeling guilty for being at work and feeling guilty because you're not giving work everything because you're thinking about your child. And when you're at home with your child, you're going to feel guilty because you're not putting all your concentration into what you should be putting at work and therefore you'll feel guilty. So she said, basically, it's just like a whole endless stream Cycle. of guilt. Yeah. Which wasn't very helpful, to be honest. <laughs> It's really not helpful. <laughs> really not encouraging, not helpful. Because not, it's not, not everybody great. has the luxury and the privilege to be able to go, okay, well, I'm a mum now, so I just won't work at all. Yeah, but it's not... And that doesn't mean that makes anyone, everyone happy either. I mean, whether I needed to work financially or not, I, I have to work for my mental health, for my own self-growth, for my own sanity. I mean, you know, you have to... I think her point was like, she, she said basically what really suffers in the end is you. Like the work doesn't necessarily suffer and the kids don't necessarily suffer, but it's you that suffers because you're constantly split in two. So maybe we need to do a show on work-life balance, I don't know, but it has little to do with guilt. Oh, I've got a great person to come in for work-life balance. Great. But that's not what this is about. No, it's about guilt. So come on. So apart from motherhood, do you feel guilty in other aspects of your life? I feel very guilty with Adam. He has this amazing knack and I know I'm going to say this and you're going to go, well, no, he can't do that. He has this amazing knack of making me feel guilty. Obviously, he can't do that. I choose the guilt. I am aware of it, but I there's some weird dynamic that goes on between us and he can just tap into it and I and I feel immediately guilty. Is it justified guilt or unjustified guilt? Have you done something wrong or have you not? Interesting. That's, I'll tell you when I tell my week, but a, a prime example and it was it was justified guilt. Well, go on. You start with your week and tell me all about it. Oh, okay. I wasn't even going to bring this, but that's interesting. That's just come up. Okay, let's start with a voice note, okay. please. Starting the week of no guilt on the wrong foot because I am riddled with guilt. This morning there was gridlock traffic. Like you can't believe kids were nearly an hour late for school and I did not handle it very well. I was very stressed and very open about how stressed I was with the kids, which probably stressed them out. And, you know, and then I've got home and I'm like, okay, so they were an hour late, like everyone's fine, no one's ill, like nothing bad happened to anyone, who cares? Why get yourself so stressed out? So now I feel totally guilty. And then my little one, as she got out of the car, she said, you know, mum, I hadn't even said anything to her. She said, you know, mum, we could have just had a nice time being stuck in the car. We didn't need to do it like that. Oof. And I said, can I have a kiss? And she said, no. And she left. And I now feel like I want to cry. And I feel guilty for putting that on my kids this morning. And just feel generally shit. Ouch. She totally read me. Okay, I am going to put my neck on the line and say, I'd say that's justified guilt. Yes, yeah, totally justified guilt. So... So I sat with it all day. Yeah. Um, she came home. Mm -hmm. Adam picked her up. And the minute she walked in, I apologized. Mm -hmm. And I said to her, I'm really sorry for how I handled the traffic this morning. You were absolutely right in what you said. And she said, we could have just had a whole sing along in the car. Like, why were you doing that? I said, I know you're right. I shouldn't have done it. But tomorrow we're going to have to sit in the same traffic again. Yeah. And I promise you we will have a much nicer time. Mm -hmm. And she said, OK. And then were you able to just let the guilt go that you'd felt? And then I let the guilt go. And then we left okay. 20 minutes earlier. Yeah. I put the music on blaring loud. Yeah. 
we sang along and we had the morning that we should have had the day before. Right. So the important part is you recognised that, yes, you did have something to feel guilty for and that was why you felt it. And that was the feeling of, okay, there's a reason why I feel horrible because I wasn't very nice. I've made amends and now I can drop it and I'm not going to punish myself. I totally went through the whole act. Very healthy. Very healthy. Well done. And it was very helpful. Well done. Let me tell you. Okay, love it. Okay, so that was winning, right? I say you're winning. I've got one that I haven't quite managed to let go of. Okay. It's about the dog. Okay. I didn't have time to walk the dog one of the days this week. Right. I I can't cope if she doesn't get a walk. The guilt is so immense. Yeah. I don't know how to even make it better. Is that justified or unjustified? Well, I think it's justified. You tell me, but the the dog needs to be walked. It's not fair if she doesn't get a walk during the day. I, again, would have to say they're living creatures. They have very little that goes on in their life apart from going for a walk, being fed, being patted. We have like Netflix. So, (laughs) yeah, exactly. Right. So so what do I do with that guilt? Like, where do I put that? Because I can't apologise to the dog. You can't, but you can make the amend by walking the dog. Well, of course I did the next day. I yeah. gave her an extra long walk and yeah. everything else. And mm-hmm. had I managed my diary better, I would have got the dog walker in, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. But I still feel bad about it. You and I still feel bad about the day she wasn't walked? Yeah. Okay. If you made sure that for the next seven days that didn't happen, would you be able to drop the guilt? Well, I have. Day? That's exactly what okay. I've done. And so, but you said you're still not able to let go. I'm not like, it's not consuming every minute of every day. I just think it's not okay that she doesn't get walked. But then I guess what I am doing is the tweaking piece and making sure that she is always getting walked. So you have rectified the situation. Thanks. Thanks. What were you going to say about Adam? Okay. So my parents are going away for a few weeks to Spain and they've asked my sister's flying out there to spend a few days with them and then they asked me if I wanted to fly out there to spend a few days with them how lovely which obviously I want to do yeah and it just so happens that my eldest daughter is away on a school trip that same week Uh uh-huh so I ran it past Adam and he obviously made me feel really guilty about it and he was like well we'd all like a week in the sun so you know what so you're not deserving of it well, it was a bit like, oh, well, he's also tired and he also needs a break. And now I feel guilty because because I'm now wanting to go away without him. Is it possible that he could come too? No, because Lily Rose is at home. Oh, okay. And then the following week, if we change it to the following week, Lily Rose is also away on a school trip. Right. So I then said, oh, maybe I'll go the week later because then you've got no childcare. You don't have to worry about it. Because he said, so hold on. So you're going to go away on the one week that you and I have got a week together. And you're just going to leave me on my own. Oh. And here is your big sack of guilt. Yeah. 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 So I sat with that last night and I thought that's just, I woke up this morning thinking that's not cool. That's just not cool. What's not cool? It's not cool that I'm going to leave him on his own and that what what he's basically saying, because I try to hear what he's saying, which he didn't say, is that... It's a lovely opportunity for us to spend some time together on our own. Yes. Please don't then just go away. And I thought, well, how would I feel? Mm-hmm. I, I would feel quite upset. But also, it would be really great if husbands could say that in the first place. <laughs> hey, you know what? I'd so love to spend time with you that week. What an opportunity for you and me to have time together without the kids. Because that's just not heaping guilt and also would feel so much nicer than, oh, I see, you're going to go away and leave me here, mate. 
Hold on. I'm being really polite about this conversation. Oh, okay. Because previous to that, when the whole thing first came up. Yes. We had a massive row about it. Oh, okay. Because I said to him, you know what would have been nice? I said, I'm not going to go because you made me feel so guilty about even wanting to go because he thinks it's weird that I want to go away with my parents. I'm really close with my parents and we have a great time together. So I said, what would have been nice if you'd have just said, your, why can't your first reaction be, oh, I'm, that sounds so lovely for you. That would be very a lovely thing for you to do. Right. But he didn't. As I think we have discovered in many previous podcasts, what goes on in normal life is different to what goes on in married life. Anyway, so now I feel super guilty. <laughs> yeah. And I feel super guilty. I really want to go. And I'm kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place. I understand your predicament. Thanks. So I don't know what to do because I'm not, I can't leave him on his own for, for that week. That's just mean. But can I go the week before? I don't know. I think I'm just going to let you stew on that one. No, on you can't own. let me stew. You have to help. I can't. No, you'd have to. You are definitely feeling guilty. I can hear it. I feel terribly guilty. Mm. Oh, thanks for being really helpful. <laughs> <laughs> no, you've got nothing to say. You've always got something to say. I think you can just bring your decision to the epilogue show. Ugh. So mine's ongoing. It is ongoing. How's yeah. your week? Um, I'm going to be just as helpful as you've that's been, okay. by the way. That's fine. I'll play your voice note. It's first thing in the morning, my client's waters have broken. Tomorrow is my middle son's 16th birthday. And today I was planning on making, icing, decorating his birthday cake because he's got this big end of school surprise barbecue tomorrow and I was bringing it. And now I just have no idea when I'm going to have to rush off to the hospital. So I have come to the conclusion that because I don't know if I'm going to have time to bake it, ice it, decorate it, or if I'm even going to be there, or if I'm putting it in the boot of Ollie's car and it's going to melt, I am going to Marks and Spencer's this morning to buy my son a birthday Call cake. I can't even believe I'm saying those words. They're like catching in my throat. I have always baked my children's birthday cakes, so I feel like a bit of a shit bag. And I know we're practicing no guilt. And so I'm going to really, really try and not feel guilty about this. But wow, the mum guilt is in full effect this morning. Uh, hold on. You're feeling totally guilty because you couldn't ice the cake? No, because I baked all my children's birthday cakes. All 47 of them, I think, when I added up how many birthdays they've all had together. And I just had to go and buy one off the shelf. I felt so guilty. Mm. I really did. I, I mean, I'm I'm not down with that. I'm not down with that. I've always bought a cake. I don't care about a cake. But either People either do buy a cake or they no, make a cake. But the cake is not going to make the birthday and you're still going to be there for the birthday and still, you know, wish him a happy birthday and I'm sure you've bought him a nice gift and it doesn't make you a bad mum because you go and buy a cake from M&S. I just felt the classic mum so guilt. So how did you relieve the guilt? Right, I went to M&S. They happened... Not I went to M&S. How did you no, actually did you go through the I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. They happened to have a football cake and it was a football smash cake. So it was like a cake and then on top of it, white icing with a little trophy made of icing. And the idea is you like smash it and then you get to the cake underneath. And I thought, oh my God, that's a perfect cake for a load of 16-year-old boys. So I bought it. And then on the way out, this woman said to me, God, what a brilliant cake. It's my son's birthday next week. I think I might get that for him. Don't they? Isn't it just the best here? Don't M&S make the best birthday cakes? And you were like, I don't know, because I've never seen a birthday cake She's from M&S. Like, isn't that so much better than anything we could make at home? And I just thought, thank 
God for you, stranger with a trolley, because you've just made me feel a hundred times better for giving me some positive feedback on buying this cake. She really did. Your guilt levels and my guilt levels are very different. Anyway, I took it to the party. They loved it. They ate it. Nothing bad happened. I totally let the guilt go. I totally let it go. But how did you let it go? I have to say it was not helped by my sister-in-law who came round that day to drop his present. And I said, da-da-da, and I bought him a cake. And she went, stop, hang on, excuse me. You bought him a cake? Yeah, but only because she knows that you yeah, would no, never no. normally buy That's a cake. That's what she meant. Like, you bought a cake. You always make the cakes. And I was like, oh my God, I feel so guilty. But I ha- I, I didn't have a choice. Does he, did he give a flying shit? Whether- of course he didn't. It's no, amazing, isn't it? Carry all this shitty guilt around and he doesn't care. He couldn't have cared no. less. That's what I mean. That was a waste of guilt. A total waste of guilt. Justified or unjustified? Totally unjustified. Unjustified. Totally. Unjustified. Unbelievable. Mine was all justified. Now I'm feeling guilty that all mine no. was justified. But but it was. I know it's a very like silly thing, but it was very real to me. Okay. Well, you worked through it. Yeah. Do we have any other examples? <sighs> yes. <laughs> what is it? Come on, spit. It. Listen. Just you know put what? all of mine out on the line. I'm just here. telling you, it's a bit of a heavy one. I'm just telling you. Are you prepared to I don't deal know, with this I don't or know not? What you're going to say it's really not very nice. It's not about a few days in Spain, is it? No, it's not about a few days in Spain. It's still about the same child. Okay, so I'm going to try and really have to like condense the story down as best I can. When he was 10, 11, in his last year of primary school, he had a, a really sudden onset of quite acute anxiety this son of mine. The oldest one never had it. The younger one hasn't got it. It just came out of the blue and it was really quite bad. So bad that we felt like we needed a bit of help to deal with it because he was panicking at school and it was really, it was really bad. So we signed up with, um, with CAMS and for the first appointment, they insisted on us coming along as well to do like an overview, you know, like a whole family overview of the household and everything else before she decided to take him in for sessions. So, and this is a long time ago, okay? This is six years ago. And we sat in this session and she said, you know, what's going on and what's the family history and everything else. And as we were having this conversation, it transpired because it was just the fact of what happened that from the ages of when he was three until the ages of when he was six, when I had Joshua, I had three miscarriages in between. Right. And they were they weren't very straightforward, as in I would go for my 12 week scan. They weren't alive and I had to go into hospital and have an operation every time, unfortunately. Horrible. They were day cases. I came home every time he was either at school or nursery or with a grandparent. So he wasn't abandoned. I didn't fall apart. I didn't have breakdowns over it. I didn't even really cry. I was home that night every time. So he wasn't abandoned. But this therapist sat in this session and basically told me that it was pretty much my fault that he was an anxious child because even if I had covered this up and buried it and kind of dealt with it very well, it would have seeped out subconsciously. That's horrible. And also, I, I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm not sure so, I buy into so that. So I got that. Ollie got, well, obviously you travel quite a lot for work. So that's very, very, you know, difficult. So she was basically very shaming. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, well, that's kind of, you know, I have to have a job and pay for shit, so I I need to travel for work. And then That's... he and he also got shamed for um, 
giving him a good night cuddle in bed because she didn't feel that that built his resilience. Okay. So she sounds yeah. awful. Yeah. Totally <laughs> awful. 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 She was awful. So we basically sat there in this session. Well, I I can only speak for myself, but I sat there in this session thinking, okay, so I had three years of quite difficult experiences. And now she's just made me feel totally awful about it. Which I felt that I dealt with really, really well, actually, making sure that I cared for the well-being of my two children while this was going on for me. And I felt utterly guilty that this sudden anxiety was my, my fault. fault. Okay, it's mum guilt, right? It's more mum guilt and we all feel guilty. And then the, ge- the guilt seeps into, wow, I had two beautiful children. Why would I be so brazen as to try and have a third and cause all this problem in my household? And honestly, I've sat with that quite a long time and the thing is he ended up seeing somebody else thank god because she actually left and he ended up seeing somebody else for eight sessions she dealt with it in the most beautiful way she equipped him with the tools to deal with his anxiety and it disappeared and he has not been anxious since and what she put it down to was that very common transition of going from junior school to senior school and hormonal changes and all that sort of normal stuff and not that it was my fault for having miscarriages so when we were doing this show this week, I, I, looked you know, at it. I looked at it, I examined it. It wasn't very pretty to examine it. But what I came down to was, no, yes, I'm not carrying yes. the guilt for this because I did nothing wrong. Yes, unjustified. And also you sitting there in that room telling me that, I did. And just because she said it doesn't, doesn't mean make it she's true. right. Exactly. Right. So although it wasn't very pleasant to have to kind of dig through that this week, actually, it was quite useful. Yeah. You've been able to let go of it, right? I have let go of it. Nice. Because I don't feel that I should feel guilty for that. Thank you. Let's summarise. Okay. What worked for you this week? Act worked. Just uh-huh. going through all of those three steps was very helpful. Yeah. Um, is this justified? Is this not justified? And that piece of, yes, this is justified. Oh, that's fantastic because I get to do something about this. I, yes. get to, I get to fix it yes. in some way. I get to apologize. I get to show up in a way that is constructive here. Yes. So sometimes guilt is a useful tool. Yes. Yeah. I'm not a particularly guilt-ridden person. Mm. So if it shows up, chances are it's probably quite justified. Yeah. I don't carry around all this unjustified guilt. Yeah. Um, and I found that really, really helpful. Yeah. You? Um, being able to just let go of it when I didn't feel like it was mine to carry. Like someone's lumbered you with this rucksack. Yeah. And actually, it's, it's not, not my rucksack to have to carry around. And you know what? It sounded like this woman was just looking for things to pin it on so that she could have a reason of why he was anxious. I... I don't know. And you know what? I don't care. It doesn't matter. What matters is how I feel about it now. And I feel, yeah, that 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 worked. And also, just like you said, when it is something that is justified, I feel that very much in my body. I know when I'm feeling guilty and I've done something wrong because it's a physical feeling for me. And now that we've done this show, I can feel like, oh, that physical feeling, that's my metaphorical red flag. Hello. 
address it, deal with it. So that's totally. good. It's like it's given me a tool. For me, it's like a restlessness. Yeah. Like I can't be at peace until I've dealt with it. So I felt so unsettled all day mm. until I saw my daughter. Mm. And the minute I laid my eyes on her, I just wanted to say I'm sorry. Yeah. And the minute I did, I felt so much better. Great. Yeah. So it's really helpful. What didn't work? Um... Well, what doesn't work is me carrying around that guilt about the stupid dog. Again, I think that's slightly unjustified because no harm is going to come to her. Um, And it's okay and I can't, whatever. But I just think that the carrying it around is totally useless. It's heavy. It's a waste of time. It's depleting. What's the fucking point? Yeah. What's the fucking point? If it's unjustified, let go of it. If it's justified, fix it. Yeah. I like that there's that we there's places to go with this. Yes, I agree. You know? Yeah. You? Agreed. What didn't work? Um nothing. Nothing didn't work. And actually I think it's great to know that even if it's something that's been going on for a long time, you can still let go. Yes. Like it's never too late. Love it. To let go of guilt. Nice. Yeah. What have you learned? <sighs> I haven't done these questions in a long time. What have I learnt? I've learnt that guilt is my companion and that sometimes I need to shut it up a little bit nice, more. Nice. And also not always take everything on board. Sometimes just go, do you know what? I don't agree with that. I can hear that you're trying to make me feel guilty about buying the cake and actually that's my that's my only option today. Yeah. Because other stuff's going on. Yeah. So take it back. I don't want it. You know what I've learned? Tell me. I've learned that the reason that Adam makes me feel guilty, mm. makes me feel guilty, mm. is that because he's tapping into something that perhaps I'm not showing up as the wife I want to be in those moments. Yeah, I know. I know. This is carrying on to Friday's epilogue. You, you do realise this. I know. We're going to be digging a little deeper into this. I think I've already made a decision about the, sh- about the holiday, though. I'm not comfortable leaving him on his own. Okay. Because it's time that we can and I want to spend with him. Yeah. And then I actually phoned him up this morning and said, by the way, I do want to spend time with you this week and the, that week. And if I made it sound like I didn't, mm. then that's not the case. Mm. That was nice. Yeah. Well, I've also been watching couples therapy, so it does help you on communication. <laughs> on iPlayer, I know, I know the good. show. It's I know good. the show. Yeah. And the big question. Yeah. Is it coming in the club? For me, this has actually been of our mental challenges. I have actually found this the most useful, the most practically useful one. And I would like it to come into the club. Please. Thank you. Yes, me too. I'm in agreement with that. There's definitely no guilt in our lovely club. No. So thank you for listening. I hope that was informative and helpful. We will be back on Friday to discuss more of this and we'll be hearing from you guys. But we're back tomorrow for the clinic. So if you've got anything you want to ask us, get your questions coming in. You can email us hello at selfcareclub.co.uk or find us on Instagram at selfcareclubpod. And we'll be back tomorrow. Bye-bye. Motherkind podcast explores how to feel happier, 
more confident and empowered in your motherhood, even in our world of pressure, judgment and comparison. I'm your host, Zoe Blasky, and every week I speak to an incredible expert to share actionable steps and powerful lessons to living your life as a mother with more joy and unapologetic confidence. Listen wherever you get your podcasts, just search Motherkind. Motherkind.